Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me as my absolutely dedicated co-host is Dwaylon Davis. Hi, Dwaylon. Hey, everybody. And we are very, very fortunate this week. We are blessed to have uh, Devin Graves, wrestler out of um, Kentucky. I want to—I just want to say Western Kentucky because I've seen part of where you travel. I mean, you, you travel all over the place. Dwaylon was telling me about some of that earlier, all the places that you've been to. So how you been? Oh, I've been pretty good uh, working and resting what little I can because, you know, <laughs> I'm always busy. It, it, it's, it's hard out here in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Devin, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, how long have you been in the wrestling business? Oh, well, I'm actually pretty new to the game. Well, I wouldn't say new. Two years, about two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. I had to think a little bit. Yeah, we've been in there about two and a half years. Um uh, pretty much being a journeyman, they like as they like to say in the wrestling world, journeyman, like traveling all over. I'm all over regionally, Indiana, Northern Kentucky, over there in the Louisville area, Georgia, Alabama. We avoid Mississippi, but, you know, I, I'll go to Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, recently in Kentucky, because a lot of the places, uh, a lot of the promotions in Kentucky are starting to get back up in the western side of it. Actually okay. had a show last week, last weekend. All right. Where, uh, whereabouts? Oh, I was in Owensboro, promotion called WWA. Okay. okay. I saw that on your Facebook page. Was that the one that had the, was there a battle royal or? Yeah, Kentucky's oh, largest what? battle royal. Yes, sir. Really? It was about, oof. It was 35, 35 people in there. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of bodies <laughs> for one ring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Entrant number twenty-two. So you you can you can put that in there. <laughs> for a title or a contendership or yes, it was for a title. It was for the uh, the heavyweight championship they have up there. I did not unfortunately win it because of course oh, you know wow. what happens when big guys get in the ring. Yeah, they gang. They up realize on him. What, yeah, they realize yeah. we got to gang up on him. So of course <laughs> your boy didn't didn't get there, but I I did make some noise there. Uh, the crowd was great. It was, it's a really great promotion. I advise checking it out up there at WWA. Um, it, it's, it's amazing up there. They got a show coming up. I'm doing a little, some, you know, promotion real hey, quick. Uh, they got a show coming up in Evansville at the end of the month. I can't remember the date. Oh guys, I know that's bad. I can't remember the date, but they have one this weekend in Eddieville. If you want to check out their page, you can get the details. All right. But yeah. All right. Um, so you're talking about going to Northern Kentucky. You ever make it up to close to Cincinnati? Or Louisville? No, I didn't go to Cincinnati. I went to Louisville. I kind of drove past Louisville because it was a, it was like a promotion under OVW. It's called GCW. Okay. It's okay. ran by Rev, Reverend Con. Reverend Rev Ronnie, Rev Ronnie, yes, for OVW. I could be getting his name wrong if he hears this. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> it's under him. It was his little promotion called GCW. I went up there and did a few shows for him. So, uh, haven't hit OVW yet. I know some friends that have done OVW, but you know, we're 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 talking about getting into OVW too as well. Oh, that'd be, that'd be kind of sweet. And that'd be a little bit closer to me because I live about 30 miles east of Cincinnati. So 
Oh, okay. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So the shows that I go to uh, by and large is for the Northern Wrestling Federation, which is based out of Cincinnati uh, with Roger Ruffin. He's actually the owner and the promoter. I mean, he runs everything. He's the head trainer um, and just had a show this past Saturday, fortunately, in the, in the little bitty dinky town that I live in of Mount Orb, Ohio, which, you know, nobody's heard of. But I mean, they, we have a sports complex. And so they started having wrestling shows there. And so it's always a good time. They 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 have shows down in um, Covington and Ludlow, Kentucky, um, and okay. plus, yeah, and in Fairfield, Ohio, they've gone as far as up as Wilmington, Ohio, I don't know if they've done Dayton or not, but, you know, they might, I don't, I don't know, I'd have to ask some of the people what they've done in the past, because COVID, of course, put everything at a stop, and they're now, they're doing, you know, they're doing it once a week, or every Saturday now, plus a couple little things uh, for kind of their version of NXT, they call it the, the Future Stars, and yeah, so yeah. they have shows with that. You know, but um, but that's you know that's that's about as far as I've been able to travel for that. So if you could actually come up a little bit closer, you know, uh, and if you go to Louisville, that's about two hours, I think, from me. Mm-hmm. So I might be able to make that. It just kind of depends on what all's going on. So, uh, but yeah, Owensboro, yeah, that's definitely a lot closer for Dwayland. Yeah, Owensboro is um maybe an hour forty five minutes from me. Yeah, you in Paducah, right, Dwayland? Yeah, I'm in. I'm out in uh, West Paducah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's how, yeah, it was in Owensboro, and then, like I said, the end of the month show, that's actually going to be in Evansville, Indiana, so, okay, that's I like, might have to try to check that out, because we go to, we go to Evansville a lot, we like, we really like Evansville, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely like their show, they got a great show up there, too, nobody ever goes to Hoptown, no, nobody ever goes to Hoptown, <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I can't blame them, <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, you may not go to Hoptown, but you can go a little bit further down south and go to Oak Grove. Oh. Ah, okay. That matches in Oak Grove. All right. Yeah. Oak Grove. That's uh actually where my, my home promotion is, Tried and True Pro. They're in the Clarksville Oak Grove area. And they okay. actually have I'm just like promoting everything I'm in right now. Hey, you know what? Go for it. That's that's what we're here for. Um uh, they actually have the show. They're actually working with the NWA. Uh they're partnering and they got a show the 24th on a Sunday uh, called by any mean necessary. I'm sure you've seen the advertisements everywhere and everything that's yeah. in Oak Grove. So okay. oh. big names will be there. Crimson's going to be there. Jack, well, Crimson's actually my boss. Uh, Jack's name, oh, really? they got the cage match. Yes. Um, well, I'll back up. I started with wrestling. I'll back it all the way up. I started wrestling <laughs> under tried and true pro. Like, I was at a point in my life where I'm like, I was recovering from my bicep injury because I tore my bicep completely off the bone. And I was just like, well, what do I want to do? Because I was powerlifting and I had the accident. I was like, well, what do I want to do? Because I'm kind of like, don't want to go to powerlifting because that was a pretty horrible accident that I don't want to do again. Right. So I was like, and my old boss was like, hey, I'm sponsoring a wrestling school in Clarksville. And I'm like, hmm. I really do love wrestling, so I could give it a shot. Went down there, uh, met Crimson, talked to him about it, and I got got involved. And two years later, here I am wrestling and working for him. Surprisingly, never thought I would see myself like that because, you know, I saw him in high school wrestling for TNA and everything. So I'm like, I would yeah. never think like, oh, he's my boss now. Well, right. So it, it, it's just it's kind of crazy. All this happening in the past like two to three years is just it's still crazy to me. Like oh, even wow. this interview right now, like I'm like, man, I just. Don't like that 
um oh on on this side of the microphone with me and Waylon, to us it's kind of crazy it's like dude we're actually getting to talk to actual wrestlers yeah you know yeah. And, and we're kind of like living our own dream where you know we're because both Dwayne and I, you know, we're both 48 years old and we both have had injuries and medical conditions of some sort. I mean, I did 20 years in the military, so I'm definitely got a lot of knee and back problems from that. So I was like, thank you for your service. Oh, well, thank you, sir. And, that in there. Uh, and we're learning how to take bumps right now. Just probably I'd, I'd probably take like one bump and say, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and, I would take one bump and I think my body would just crumble. Yeah, I think it, it would just crumble the dust. It would look like a it would look like a video game. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> well, the you know my, the bad guy just disappeared. Oh, my first bump, I was just like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then the next day, it felt like I was <laughs> fresh out of a football game, like I, <laughs> the most hardest hitting football game I've ever played. Like I was sore head to toe, and I was just popping those eight hundred milligram ibuprofen, just trying <laughs> to feel better. I was just like. I was like, what am I doing with my life? And some matches <laughs> at the end of them, I'm really sitting there thinking like, what am I doing with my life? And then I, realized, like, oh, I love this. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so who were some of your favorite wrestlers um, growing up? Since I'm a huge fan, I like pretty much everybody that I really drew to. I still like to this day. So as I got older, it would change, but I would still have a special place in my heart for them. So when I was little, I'm probably going to get, mom's going to be mad at me for this one. But when I was little, she would illegally record the, the pay-per-view events and I would get to watch them because they were out. I was past my bedtime. So I grew up watching Ultimate Warrior. I'll never forget the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. That was like my first ever wrestling match she recorded it and i got to watch it that was my favorite ever and then i got to see macho man and then rowdy piper and i was like ooh. and then some junkyard dog which you know the geo you know G yep. so and then rick flair still love rick flair to this day i'm a huge rick flair fan uh but as i got older i could actually stay up and watch wrestling a little bit i started watching wcw and i started liking sting Kevin Nash, the Wolf Pack, and all that. That was my thing. The reason I say WCW over WWE or F at the time is because my mama was strict on her bedtime. Like, I was, you know, single parent. She was like, get in bed. And I was like, all right, I ain't about to fight my mama because, you know, my mama's yeah. intimidating. So, yeah. <laughs> bedtime was nine o'clock. WWE ran for 10. So I didn't get to watch a lot of WWE. Uh. I had to sneak in the summertime. It was the summertime when I really got introduced to WWE, where I could watch The Rock and Stone Cold, Undertaker, Kane, and all that. I already knew who Chris Jericho was because of uh, WCW. Right. So it, it just progressed as the years went on. Like, I was a huge Rock fan, Stone Cold fan, Edge. Once I was a teenager, I liked Thugonomics, John Cena. Yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't hiss at me, anybody. I liked John Cena as a kid. Yes, I did. I'm that guy. Uh but my all-time favorite, probably, I'm a Mark Henry guy. I am a Mark Henry guy. Mark Henry's awesome. Yeah. I, Just because I was a big kid, I was the strong one. And then I see him in there doing the thing, too. Like, he kind of got me into the strongman stuff as well. Um, I just I just loved his work. The Hall of Pain, if it wasn't copyrighted, I would use it. I really <laughs> would. Copyrighted, so I ain't trying to get sued. Yeah. And I don't think I'd want Mark Henry mad at me anyway. 
You know, to this day, he's still he's still folding frying pans out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he seems like a super nice guy. I wouldn't want to test that. I don't either. (laughs) No. Yeah. You know, so you know, we were just talking about a little bit about your travels. Uh, Where all have you been able to travel to? um, You know, thanks to wrestling. Oh. Wrestling has pretty much got me some more places. It's it's pretty interesting. If it wasn't for COVID, I had to I was gonna go wrestle in Mississippi with my coach and my mentor, Jeremiah Plunkett. That's that's he's got me, he's my coach and mentor. He's like my wrestling father. I'll put it that way. Uh we were gonna go wrestle in Mississippi, but I've pretty much been all over there, Atlanta. Um, it's not necessarily the location of where I'm going because I, I like to travel anyway but prior to wrestling it's meeting people that's what I really like about wrestling is meeting different people different backgrounds different reasons why they do it different styles of wrestling so that that's really what I am interest interested in about the traveling thing is just meeting people cool cool oh yeah you could definitely meet um some interesting people you know thanks to wrestling <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, including some of the ones. Yeah, uh, I was telling Dwayne yesterday when we were recording, and so basically, I was telling the whole world the ones who weren't there. Um, after the matches on Saturday here in Minor, some people decided to let their kids get in the ring and run the ropes. Another guy got on the top rope and he was jumping off. And uh, of course, obviously, they're not supposed to do that. And I was like, Yeah, there's some interesting, you, there's a lot of good people watching whenever you go to any kind of, yeah. any kind of wrestling <laughs> event. Um, you know, but I mean, that's the show in Tennessee, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, the show in Tennessee, cause you brought that up. Like since I wrestle in uh nonstop wrestling Alliance as well, that's the other promotion in Tennessee. I wrestle for like every month. Um, I'll let the kids like towards the end of the show, if I'm not blown up tired, I'll let the kids get in the ring with me and I'll let them, you know, take pictures and run the rope, see how the ropes feel and everything. So yes, I, 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 I seen a lot of people do that. Some little kids are trying to climb that top rope, and I'm just got like ah, down. It's like, yeah. No, no, get down. <laughs> yeah, um, and this one, I mean, because sometimes during their intermissions, they will have uh, the faces come in the ring, and you can actually take your picture with them. You know, yeah, this wasn't like that. <laughs> so uh, this was just a whole bunch of people just all of a sudden getting in there, and, and the guy when he jumped off the top rope, I actually thought he was going to land on some of the kids. Oof. Yeah, and then some of the wrestlers they came out and they were yelling at him to you know get out of the ring and you yeah. know and then he said why are you so uptight and it's like okay uh, there's a lot of reasons <laughs> a lot of reasons like it, we a lot of us make it look easy but it's really it's it it's an art it's a trained art it really is so exactly. somebody just climbing in there he could get himself hurt or hurt somebody one of those kids so yeah i can yeah. definitely agree he's lucky one of those wrestlers didn't run in there and just yank him real quick because some of them would oh i've seen that when we had there was another nwf show where a guy jumped in dressed up like a referee and he did a three count real quick and everybody was kind of confused like what just happened was that a guest referee then you realize no as they're taking him out after he got punched in the face a couple of times by a wrestler named andrew reed you know, then they got him out and they actually had him in a hammerlock, taking him out and throwing him out. I'm surprised. I, I'm definitely not surprised he didn't, you know, he got molly whopped. He, uh, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And another thing, and, and I was even kind of, you know, when we were discussing this, I pointed out, I, so I would think that the ring itself to the wrestling organization, like the wrestlers and the promoters, that ring is sacred. 
you know, oh. uh, am I am I wrong in thinking that? You're not wrong for thinking that. You're not wrong for thinking that at all. We uh, that that ring means a lot to us. It does. It does. Well, there isn't a wrestler that I uh, haven't met that doesn't know how to take apart a ring and put it back together. Put it that way. It it, it means a lot to us because that is a symbol of quote unquote paying dues. It's that ring right there. Yeah. So it 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 is definitely a sacred thing. So somebody coming in there playing around like that, you know, it could get a little, or just even jumping in, just, just acting foolish, you know, it can get a little hostile. So for people, listen, don't do it. Don't jump the, don't jump. The <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are the, some of the, the accomplishments you've had? Like what titles have you won? Like any kind of battle Royals won any, anything like that? You know, put me on spot right that right now sure. I am title. I am titleless right now. I've had multiple title shots. I've had a tag yeah. team shot in Georgia lost uh, two world championship title matches in uh, Paris, Tennessee, nonstop wrestling lines lost. But at the end of the month in two weeks, uh, Saturday on 23rd, I have a match against a mystery opponent where if I win, I get another title shot. So I got that coming. So I'm, I'm going to get a tie. I've had the opportunities to win. I just have not gotten there yet. I've, geez, how many other title shots have I had? One, two, three, four. There's about five. Okay. Miserably 0-5 with titles. Where is the, uh, where, where are you having the match on the 23rd? Paris, Tennessee, Fairgrounds. Oh, okay. I thought Wrestling Alliance. That's where I'm at right there for the 23rd. And then that Sunday, I'll be in Oak Grove. I'm double duty in that weekend. Man. Yeah. You got, you have to love it. You got to love it. <laughs> oh, there was um, a couple of the wrestlers uh, this past Saturday. One, he wrestled a match earlier in, in West Virginia. And it was a tribute show of some kind, the best I could tell. And then he drove, I mean, and he had to drive pretty quick to get from West Virginia to here because, like I said, we're closer to Cincinnati. And then an, and another guy named, um, a wrestler named Lord Crew, he was actually down in Atlanta and flew back up that and landed in Cincinnati at 3 o'clock and then immediately got in a car and had to jet it to Mount Orb. Oh, I've seen some. I've seen some people book themselves like to death. Uh, my friend Fable Jake. Uh, we train together. He's a good friend of mine in the wrestling business. He is a workhorse in the wrestling business. He will wrestle Thursday all the way to Sunday. And I look at him. I'm like, not me. No. Uh, another guy, Bad Brad, uh, in Tennessee, from Nonstop Wrestling Alliance. Literally wrestled twice same night. He went first on our card left drove an hour and a half to dixon and wrestled at the main event for down there wow hmm. yes so th th definitely some people out there that'll pull the double duty not me because i actually like my body and i know <laughs> how how wrestling will take a toll on you so i'm just like nah i'm gonna slow down i'm just nice steady pace hey you right. gotta listen you gotta listen to what your body tells you yes yes and and i will give a spoiler and a plot twist your mr opponent is dwayland <laughs> oh easy win? win easy win just lay down <laughs> easy hey, win so you're getting that title shot <laughs> hey, easy hey it could have been dwayland's brother terrence he's six, five, 400 pounds yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking i'm like your brother's huge i'm like wait hold on now <laughs> yeah because I, I terrence is one of the few people i mean because i'm i'm six one about three ten 
and Terrence makes me feel small. Oh, he makes me look. If we're standing next to each other, he makes me look like a child, and I'm I'm five eleven, two sixty five. Right. I mean, he makes me look tiny. You're his older brother. He's your big brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just baffles me because that 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 rumble match I was in, there was a lot of big guys in there, and there was one the there was a six eleven guy. He got eliminated before I got in there. Thank goodness. But sadly, when I got in, I did my thing. And then who came after me was a guy named Power Stroke. He's six four five twenty. Oh, yeah. I Ooh. was like, I was in there just doing my thing. I was barking, had the crowd barking. And then here he comes waddling down. I'm just like, oh. It's going to be a long night. Needless to say, I ate the biggest black hole slam I have ever taken in my career like that did not feel good wow anybody don't know what the black hole slam is look up abyss black hole slam on youtube i I love that move but i couldn't imagine taking it oh Uh, yeah who um abyss he's actually going to be inducted in the northern wrestling federation hall of fame on 27 november really yep and that's going to i believe that's going to be in covington now i'll go ahead and let you know about it now, just in case if you want to travel to, to see something like that. So when is it November? Yep, 27 November, I believe. I may have to sneak up there. I have to remind myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, you'll I, I will be posting stuff about that because the NWF events. I mean, I um as soon as they advertise them, I start, you know, sharing the um the posts that they do about them and, and the events. And I, I try to promote them because they are the local promotion. And because Roger Ruffin, he's actually sent some people my way to be interviewed. You know, so we kind of kind of help each other out. I mean, I'm not officially associated with them. With them, I'd say if anything, it's kind of a loose association. And I'm and I'm getting yeah. to know a lot of the people there. So, um, you know, it's a really good organization. A lot of good wrestling. Um, the yeah. wrestling community is like surprisingly small, and I, I don't mean like small by like um, number wise. Small as in like everybody knows everybody. Like you right. wouldn't, you wouldn't think like, oh, you know him? Like, yeah, we wrestled that show at such and such, and blah blah blah. It's just, it's amazing how many people like, oh yeah, I know them, blah blah blah. It's 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 just crazy. Yep, and and I can see that being good or bad because if you have a good reputation, it'll follow you. If you have a bad reputation, it'll follow you. And follow especially you. in this time of social media, like you gotta watch mm-hmm. what you say because it could get back to somebody and that somebody knows somebody with some power and then that will yeah. just ruin your wrestling career before it started. I literally saw that happen while I was training. There was a, I don't know the name of the girl at all, but she said something stupid online and it got back to some people at Impact and they were just like, well, she ain't coming back to be an extra anymore. So I'm just like, ooh. Uh, ooh. Tessa Blanchard? No, 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 no. This is something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't Tessa. No, I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened, but it wasn't Tessa. It was like some Indies girl in like Eastern Tennessee. She says something outlandish, and it got back to people that has power and knows people. And yeah, and you see that a lot on this level, like the independent scene. Like people will just you know talk, and they just gotta watch what you say because you don't know who knows somebody. Like you just you just don't know. Yeah, I think they, I think people like on the independent level, I think they feel like they're under the radar. So it's no, like, we're not. We're so not. Like they, they look at it like, well, we're not part of the bigger company. So nobody's going to notice what I, you know, what I say on social media. But they're always watching. Yeah. They're always watching. The internet, it's there forever. 
So whether it be on social media, if there's a camera at the show, you better act right because that that's gonna get posted somewhere. Yep. I'm always looking. I'm like, who got that camera out? So I know what not to do. <laughs> yeah. It also look like who got that camera out, so I can get that uh, power bomb I just hit. Like, send me yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and and you really think about it, man, because I think even all the independent um, companies, I mean, because like the NWF and I'm pretty sure LVW, they weren't founded by somebody who was not already involved in the wrestling business and probably on a lot higher level than just, you know, an independent promotion because Roger Ruffin, he used to be a, a referee in the WWF. Yep. So, you know, I mean, and he obviously he was a wrestler before that, you know, but he's done like everything you can do in wrestling. And then he, end up taking over the NWF uh, back in 1995. And since then, I mean, he runs the school. I mean, he does everything. Super nice guy too. If you ever get a chance oh, to meet yeah. him, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, and I, so I can't see like me and Jalen, you know, it's like, Oh, well we have a wrestling podcast. Let's go start a company. Uh, I don't yeah. think that would work out. I mean, you never know. I, I'm not going to sit here and say no. I mean, you never know. I mean, if you know, Hey, you don't know what has in store for you guys may want to, you know, start a, a business or something like that. Like, Hey, you may come along some money. And I was like, you know what, let's start a quick little promotion right quick. Let's do like a quarterly show, a big show every yeah. few months or something, you know, you never know. Yeah. And so instead of armchair booking, we'd be doing actual, actual booking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can have all that. I've seen the stress. Of booking. I'm like, you, you can have that. Ooh. Nope. I ain't doing that. Just, I'll show up and I'll put a smile on my face. We're going to wrestle and have a good time. Don't ask me to book nothing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, because tell you what, uh, have you have you caught the show Heels? Yes. What I love that show. Yeah. I love that show. Um, you, what do you think as like reality versus show? Yeah. Uh, see, with Steve Amell, he's wrestled, so he kind of has an insight on the independent scene, kind of. So he he knows. So I can say it is a little bit relatable. In my opinion, there is some things that you can relate to, especially some of that little backwoods drama stuff, you know, sabotaging. I've seen that before, but, you know, it, it's not as much drama, at least in my point of view. It's not as much drama as they make it seem. I mean, they got to sell the TV show, so I get it. But I like it. And it, 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 in some aspects, it is relatable, but that... I don't know, like example, the script thing, that's like for promotions that like, you know, have a weekly skit, like a weekly show, that's when you really got to get a script going. But if you're doing like a month show, like you ain't got to write a script now and you can trust some of your guys just like, hey, don't say this, 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 and you're good to go. So that's what we do in a nonstop. It's like a once a month show. We just kind of stick with the storyline and just go from our brains as long as we just know the boundaries that we can't say what we can and can't say or do but i like to show heels i do having i've on episode five i haven't had a chance to watch it i've only watched the first uh i think first two or three episodes i gotta catch up but it's it's been good so far oh yeah and how clueless i am guys let me tell you how clueless i am had no idea apocalypse was James Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Dwell, oh, I was just mentioning that yesterday. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I said, I really yeah. like James, James Harrison, what he's doing yeah. on that show. I was just like, it took me three episodes. It was episode three. I was like, I paused. I'm like, hold up. That's James Harrison. <laughs> and I'm just like, as violent as he was in football, ain't a no way he's going to be 
he's gonna be stiff in that ring. I would I don't know. I'm even like I ain't gonna wrestle you. You seem like stiffy stiffler. I don't know if I want to get in the ring with you. Because you was popping people in the NFL. I can only imagine how many people gotta tell you to slow down in this show. Like, slow down, brother. And he goes faster. I'm like, no, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, it's a good show. I love James Harris. I'm just joking. Just in case he hears this, I want to bear myself. <laughs> um, yeah, Joel, we've got to make sure we send this to James Harrison now. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> career is over. We're sending it on. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Devin, as far as, like, your favorite matches that you watch, because you mentioned earlier about Hogan and Warrior, um, probably, I'm guessing at WrestleMania six, uh, the one yes. in Toronto. Um, you know, what are some of your other favorite matches that you've watched, you know, maybe growing up or even recently and some of your favorite matches you've been actually involved in? Favorite match I was involved in was honestly, I got to tag with Jeremiah Plunkett in uh, Ringo, Georgia. Uh, I got to be his half brother from the love machines out based out of Memphis. And some of the crowd was heckling me because he was like, how are y'all brothers? And my, coach in Plunkett he was like he's adopted and just kept on dancing. <laughs> I love it I love it so it getting to wrestle with him was probably like my favorite match I've been a part of because he's he's played such a huge role in my wrestling career he's taught me everything like I literally will send him matches and he'll tear me apart and I will smile after every critique like he'll just rip me apart but I, I love it because he cares and he wants me to get better so right. that's my favorite match i've been a part of as a fan i just cannot stay away from uh rock stone cold wrestlemania 17 i watched that, um, to the storyline yeah that's my favorite the storyline the just the match itself everything leading up to it was just i mean just that's probably still my favorite wrestlemania main event i i by far, it's still my favorite. And there's a lot of great matches out there like that. Kenny Okada, too. I love that one. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, when AJ Styles and Nakamura fought in Wrestle Kingdom, not WrestleMania. Wrestle yes. Kingdom. Yes. That was, that was that amazing. Match. Yeah. But it's still Rock Austin, too. I, I still yeah. love that one. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so who has been some of your favorite opponents? Plunky was one because we had fun. I did get to wrestle Plunky in a triple threat. Uh, Mims is another one. I, big, strong Mims. He's in NWA. Uh, I wrestled him and his tag partner, Miguel. Those are those two I really want to get back in the ring with because I got some unfinished business with them. They, they got away with a dirty I, one. But I've seen them that in NWA Power. I've seen them before. Yes, Mims. Yes, that's my boy. Big strong Mims, yes. I, I got a bone to pick with him, but all in all, he's my he's my friend. I love him to death. But in the ring, I got a bone to pick with him at some point. We we gotta settle that score, that tag match we had. But he's my favorite. Ty Blade. I got a feud going on with him and the Nonstop Wrestling Alliance in Paris. Uh, I love getting in the ring with him. It's it's always something different every time. Always something different. So hopefully. I get to go against him again. So I, I've just been wrestling a lot of people, but those are like the few I really want to get back in there with. Okay. All right. So um, are you considered a face or a heel? I am a baby face. I've only been okay. heel like once. And that's when I went to Jeffersonville or in Indiana. Is that Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah. Right across Jeff the river. Yeah. Yep. From Jeffersonville. 
I was I was healed then because nobody knew me and I was just like nobody knows me here so I can pull off heel and I just went out there and I just started growling at everybody and just talking <laughs> trash and I was just like oh I could I could get used to this oh man they booed the crap out of me it was, it was great I loved it <laughs> it's weird wrestling's the only only place you can actually enjoy being hated yeah yeah like really enjoy it I, I I enjoyed it. I'm actually my personality is like you naturally like me because I'm not trying to brag or anything. It's just what people say. Like I, I I like to make people smile, like make people laugh. Like if you're not laughing or smiling while you're around me, that's a problem. We gotta we gotta get this energy positive. So I mean, that's your I'm a natural you're, baby voice. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Cause I mean, we hit it off when we worked together, we hit it off first thing. You know, first time we met, we hit it off and it's like yep. We've been friends ever since. So, yeah, because that's the end. Well, I think you and I was kind of the same thing. Well, yeah, um, yeah, Devin, just to give you background, how Wayne and I met, we were both basically, I think, wearing the same ACDC shirt. Yes. And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. see, women get mad if they're wearing the same clothes, not dudes. No, we're like, we're like yeah. No. Now that you think, now that you said something about shirts, I think it was when Waylon was wearing a Bullet Club shirt at yes. Rotec. <laughs> is when yes. I was, was like, "Hey, too yeah. sweet." Yeah, yep. I think so. Yep, that was it. Yeah. So, so now we know the secret of making friends with Waylon. You know, he, whatever <laughs> t-shirts he has, match it up. There you go. Match it, man. And <laughs> he will be your friend for life. <laughs> yeah 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 now i remember now because it was like when bullet club america quote quote was really taking off and they were selling the shirts at hot topic and every time yeah. i see him back here i was like where'd you get that one he's like man you better go get it they're about yeah. to sell out I'm like, <laughs> uh at the nwf shows they've actually been selling bullet club shirts uh there as well because it's where anderson i think it's where carl anderson started yes that's right mm-hmm. you were telling yeah you were telling me that yep about so, carl anderson yeah uh, so my son actually has a Bullet Club shirt, but unfortunately he can't wear it to school because it actually has like guns on it. So he's yeah. not allowed to wear it. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't think about that when I bought it for him because I got home. My wife said, uh, honey, he can't wear it at the school. I was like, why not? It's like, because it's got guns. I'm like, oh, yeah. Sorry about yeah that. It's, got the two, it's got the two machine guns on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And he was in fourth grade at the time. So, you know, fourth grade coming in wearing a shirt. Fourth with, grade with a gun shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably yeah. wouldn't go over so well. Oh, uh, man. But uh, so what are, what are, you've mentioned some of the stuff you have coming up. Um, so, what are all the events you have coming that you can think of? I mean, I know that, that you can think of just off the top of your head. Ooh, we. Okay. Well, since the holidays are coming up, I may start slowing down towards the holidays, but. Uh, I got a show in two weeks in Paris, Tennessee, Nonstop Wrestling Alliance, the Spooky Spectacular. Uh, my mystery opponent have no idea who I'm facing. I kind of have an idea who I'm facing, and I'm going to be a little bit irritable about it, not going to lie, because everybody likes to put in those like, oh, you're the big guy, so we'll find somebody bigger. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrestling a big guy, and I'm not going to be too thrilled about that. Uh, and then we got the... Literally the next day is the NWA by any means necessary. I will be there. Am I wrestling? I don't know. Won't find out until next week-ish. I won't know. But I'll still be there. So I like I gotta help Crimson out anyway. So you know I'm, I like I like helping out with the business and everything. Right. And then I may be back at WWA soon. I don't know. 
there we got to talk a little bit they really want me back so we just got to figure out some dates so those are the two shows i got coming up right now i kind of do like a month-to-month basis i don't book too far ahead i kind of like to keep a keep a steady pace i don't want to overbook myself right i got going on right now burn out too quick no yeah i'm not trying to get burned out yeah (laughs) uh yeah because i mean i know they're like a like the rest of schedule uh it can be kind of brutal you know there's always stories about that yes from like drive time just to match after match and then drive back home and then some a lot of us still have regular jobs because we're not you know we're not wwe you know we're not on contracts or stuff like that so we have to work our regular jobs and then fit the wrestling schedule around that and right it, it, it's you have to be a you have to have a passion to do it you really have to have a passion you really got to have the want to do it like you really have to appreciate what you're doing because it can be hard it can be hard especially if you're really into like some bookings you can be booked every weekend so it can really be strenuous on your family and your social life but if it's worth it to you it will pay off so right yeah it's all about the hustle that's what and I, we always say to each other hey <laughs> all about the hustle yes which is that's why i like to always expand my where i wrestle that area i'm trying to go to uh illinois i'm talking to a promotion in illinois uh talking to a promotion in cape dorado ccw trying to see if i can get on up there uh i'm always looking somewhere to go that way just trying to be a journeyman just you know experience the wrestling world get out there get my name out there see who sees me and then we'll go from there see get noticed somehow it's kind of like a one of those local rap guys, you know, always passing out mixtapes. I'm always passing out my wrestling <laughs> resume or my, my YouTube videos. Like, hey, check out this match. See if you like it. And then we can come, you know, book me, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's just, it, it's a hustle, pretty much. wouldn't say a bad hustle, but it's, you know, it's a hustle. Yeah, but, it's, but you never know. You never know who's going to see that, see that video and mm-hmm. the right mm-hmm. person sees it. And there you go. Right. Exactly. Oh. Agreed. And Dwayne and I, we actually interviewed someone, I guess it's been about a month and a half ago or so, Sid Holland, and he's out of Illinois. Um, in fact, the reason we even, um, we got hooked up with him is because he had just gotten his Kentucky wrestling license. And the promotion who we got it for, all of a sudden they decided they weren't going to do any shows. And so he was basically looking for uh, somehow bookings in Kentucky because he didn't want to spend his money to get his license and then, of course, not use it. Yep. And and so he got sent my way just because I know Roger ish, you know, no ish him. And because Roger books some shows in Covington and Ludlow, Kentucky, even though he's based out of Cincinnati. And uh, and so that's why we got um introduced to him from Matt Stockdale, big country, his his um nickname, wrestling name. But yeah, when we talked to Sid, yeah, he's in Peoria. Was it Peoria, Dwellin? Uh, I think so. I think it was Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how far is he from Anna? Not sure. Did he wrestle at that promotion in Anna? The underground? Um, I don't know. I, I think. Um, you know what? I can ask. I can. I can actually get you in contact with him. I've heard his name before. That's why I'm just like, hmm, where have I heard this before? It's so, wrestling world so small. Like you always hear somebody's yeah. name. Like, hmm, <laughs> where have I heard you before? 
<laughs> yeah, give me his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me his name. yeah um, actually, he's also, also on my Facebook, but I can hit him up and say, hey, you know, we just interviewed Devin Graves, and he's looking to maybe get some bookings in Illinois. And you know, I can get him in Kentucky. So and there, and there you go. Learn. Boom. It's, it's a win-win. And, uh, and I think Dwayne and I would be glad if we can actually say, hey, we actually help some people. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's helping, helping. It's wrestling world, the helping community in some oh. cases. Oh, in yeah. some cases. <laughs> let, me, let me back up. Let me back up in some cases. Let me, let me, let me back up. Uh, so if somebody wanted to get a hold of you for uh, your contact info for bookings, how would they do it? I am very easy to get a hold of. Just you can add me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, literally don't remember my Twitter. I can find and it. I, I, you follow me. Yeah. We followed each other on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Because I'm, I have all the social media stuff, but I'm, I'm, I just, I'm not very social media-esque. Like I don't share pictures or anything like that. I'm on there sharing funny memes or sharing funny videos. I'm a, I'm a person like kind of guy like i like to talk to you face to face or like a phone call or like even email like i'm like kind of professional really professional like that right. uh but yeah you can just find me on the, all the major social medias you know i'll i always respond to people like i have fans which is so weird to me too because i'm like man people really reaching out to me like this is crazy i'm like yeah i appreciate it so you know i'm very responsive if you message me or anything i'm like oh yeah i appreciate it just don't send me anything absurd you know let's 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 not do that <laughs> I've, I've, I've had some wrestling guys like tell me like yeah this happened to me i'm like yeah i'm gonna you know watch who i talk to now i'm just gonna be a little careful but yeah because there are some weird fans out there i'll tell you that i'm learning that two year two and a half years in the game and i'm learning like wow okay <laughs> yeah I, I told joel in a story about a fan uh, local fan he he follows all the nwf shows because everyone i've been at doesn't matter where where i am he's there and apparently he's made a couple of the female wrestlers a little uncomfortable now one of them yeah and, of them. I, and i've told and I'll, I'll tell you once we stop recording what he did uh because yeah it was it was borderline they could probably throw him in jail <laughs> but yeah um, there's always that one fan that one creepy fan that just ruins everything but well, well I, the fun I think, thing about independence though is the fans like the especially yeah. oh man the fans are i love independent wrestling fans they are crazy there is one lady that will try to fight ty blade every show <laughs> he goes to in tennessee every show <laughs> she is literally trying to fight him and this lady, she's probably about like 60 something, just literally just trying to get her hands on top. And I'm like, if I'm in the ring waiting on him to come in there, like I'm opening the curtains a little bit. I'm supposed to be serious, like, oh, I'm ready to tear you apart. I am watching this old lady just want to rip Ty apart. And he's over here like, you can't touch me, you old bag. And I'm literally having to put my head into a turnbuckle so I don't laugh, like try and stay focused and in character, but I just can't help but to just watch some of these fans get so riled up and ready to rip some of these guys' heads off, and it just puts a smile on my face. I love it. I, I, I love it. Because I'm like, this is going to be an easy show, because they're already mad at you, and you know I'm about to tear you up, so yeah. <laughs> we're going to have an easy night. 
so do you have any other information last words any messages for anybody oh man let's see here let's see here oh yeah check out nwa power i'm gonna toss my boss's stuff out there uh whew. rush freeman is another guy out there go follow my boy rush freeman big strong mims fable right J, another, another guy out there tom latimer my other coach Love him to death. He's also a big part of my uh, success in wrestling. Uh, Plunky, go follow him. Jeremiah Plunkett, those those are my guys. Uh, let's see here. That's that's those are quick shots right there. WWA, definitely go look at their product. There's a great show in Kentucky, West Kentucky. They are they are going to uh, skyrocket. It's, they'll have 250 events this weekend. It'll be their 250 show. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, oh it's, wow! Yes, it's amazing to see an independent promotion last that long with that many shows. Like it, it, it is a great show. Definitely go take a look at it. Like I was happy to be a part of it. Hopefully, I get to be a part of it again. I really want to it, just go take a look at it. But oof, put me on the spot trying to get everybody in there. <laughs> Nonstop Wrestling Alliance. Go check them out, Paris, Tennessee. I'll be there. Gonna take people down. Everything. Blah blah blah. What else? I'm just rambling now. It's so weird to me. I'm on an interview and I'm just rambling. But anyway, yeah, this is pretty much, you know. Uh, love so, wrestling. Love one another. Yeah, there's my message. Love wrestling and love one another. There's my message. There you go. Hey, do I, we need to make that our tag now. Yeah. Yeah. What? Love wrestling, love one another. No, no, it's copyrighted. Too uh, late. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I guess we're not going to use it. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, I'm um, kidding. Y'all can have that. As long as you don't say <laughs> As long as you don't say this body's expensive, that that or don't let the size fool you. I, I don't care what you say. Those are my two catchphrases I really live by. Don't let the size fool you. And this body's expensive because I'm a big boy. This bad boy is expensive. And since I am big, don't let the size fool you. I will catch you. I, I will <laughs> hawk you down. Now, I will be winded, but we'll get to that part later. <laughs> Um, hey, Dwellin, you have anything for him? Uh, no, nothing I can think of. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been well, it's you need been... to come to one of my matches, man. You need to come see me live. I definitely do. I You're closer. Do. You're closer. He has an yeah. excuse. He's like hours away. You have no <laughs> excuse why you yeah, have not I... showed up. <laughs> I would definitely want to come to some matches. Yeah, because uh, my mom and my stepdad still live in Hopkinsville, so maybe – if I'm ever down that way visiting them, maybe I can sneak off and, and see if you're close by to there as well. It's only an hour. Yeah. Just depends yep. on the date. Yep. Yep. So, and I'll have to go out to West Paducah and grab Dwaylon and we'll both go. Yeah. Yep. Drag him. Yeah. You're going to drag him out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll distract Hope for a second. Say, hey, Hope, look over there. A distraction. And all of a sudden we're gone. Yeah. yeah. Bring Hope too. Bring them all. That's true. Bring Actually, all. you know what? Hope, she'd want to go. Yeah. Yeah, we'll so, yes. be a fun time. Oh yeah, so yeah, and like Dwayne said, yeah, thank you so much. This has been uh, absolutely wonderful. You know, when he told me that he had a friend who's a wrestler wanted to come on, I'm like, hey, all right, this is gonna be good. Oh yeah, this is a fun so, experience. Like, I hope I can do it again. Maybe next time we talk, I'll have some more more championships under my belt or something more experience. I was like, hey guys, this is what I did since then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was I follow you on Twitter and you were on Facebook. I'm at, now I'm gonna have to go find you on Instagram and add you there. Uh, so hopefully, you know, when you do win a title, and like I said, when you win a title, you know, you'll be when. posting and letting us know about it. When and it will be soon. Uh, 
I would bet my career on it. It's going to be soon. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Oh, Doylen's going to tell you all about it because I'm going to rub it in his face when I do. It's like, Doylen! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, I don't have anything else. Doylen, do you have anything else? No, nothing. Uh, nothing right now. All right, Devin, sir, we definitely appreciate you coming. This has been wonderful. And yes, we'll be talking at you later. We will have to arrange, arrange for you to come on again. You know, tell us even more stories, all right? Oh, yeah, I got plenty of stories. I got plenty. And I can probably get some of my guys on here, too, see if we can get you get hey. some more wrestlers on here. Awesome. Send, send them our awesome. way. Yep, definitely. Send them our way. Yes, sir. All righty. Yeah, right. We'll be seeing you now. All right. God bless. <laughs>